Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord so much. I am so excited to be coming to you. I'm so happy about what the Lord is doing. We bless the name of the Lord. I thank God for this opportunity, and I'll quickly introduce myself. My name is Margaret Nansibo. I am a BF2 Season 4. Yes, shout outs to all Season 4s out there. I'm so happy to be doing this this afternoon. I'm so happy about the work of the Lord in this fellowship. Yes, I will um, pray very quickly, and uh, we go into the Word. Father, we thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for the gift of life. Thank you so much for protecting and preserving us. Thank you so much, King of Glory, for watching over us, for giving us an opportunity to come before you. We thank you, O oh Lord. We do not take any of that for granted. And Lord, as I, I pray that as I minister this afternoon, that you use me as a vessel of honor, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you use me and touch lives this day. Use me and touch lives. Use me and transform lives. Use me and heal lives in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you. We give you glory and honor. We give you praise. For it is in Jesus' mighty name that I've prayed and believed. Amen. Hallelujah. I uh, thank God for this opportunity. It's not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God. Yes, um, our theme this year as BF2 is uh, Beyond Expectations, and uh, it's from uh, the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9. Beyond expectations, yes, the year is coming to an end, but we are still very expectant. We are still very expectant over and beyond. Um, and uh, the, one of the sub-themes I am going to be handling this afternoon is uh, beyond display to devotion. Beyond display to devotion, yes, that's what we are going to be looking at this afternoon. And um, I took time and just uh, dived into the dictionary meanings of uh, the keywords, display and devotion. And when you look at display, it's like uh, putting something out there, showing off something to be seen, putting it in the open to be seen. Like, like I have displayed myself right now. Yes, that's, that's display. You can see me clearly. And uh, when you go to devotion, devotion, the dictionary meaning gave me um, love and uh, loyalty. Yes, and that's what we are going to be basing on. Beyond display to devotion. Our theme basically means we are moving from a place of display to a place of devotion. From a place of just, you know, just being... Uh, just having the mark of Christianity on our foreheads, just from that point of you've just come to Jesus, a point of just display to a place of devotion. That is where the Lord is taking us today. The Lord is taking us to a place of relationship. Because when you look at love and loyalty, that just sums up relationship for me. Love and uh, loyalty, because those are the words I got from uh, the dictionary to do with devotion. Love and loyalty. So it just sums up relationship for me. The Lord is taking us from just a, from a place of just display to relationship. That place of, you know, just it, it's just like any other relationship. Uh, we put in all the work. You do so much to see that, you know, this relationship works. Same thing applies to God. But a lot of times we tend to just, you know, sit very comfortable, just stay in our comfort zone, and we want the Lord to just do all these good things for us. We want the Lord to move, but we've got to do the work because it is a relationship. We have to pursue it. We have to pursue spiritual growth because the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 29, for God knew his people in advance and chose them to become like his son so that his son becomes the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. The Lord knew us before time. He knew us in advance. And 
You know, his desire is that we pursue him, is that we pursue spiritual growth, is that we pursue our spiritual growth until we get to that point of, until we emulate Jesus, until we become just like the son of God. And for me, this uh, portion of scripture got me thinking about Jesus. And I would like you as well to take a moment and think about Jesus. Just think on him. Like, think about Jesus and relate him to your life and, and see, like, is there a relationship? Are you anywhere close to emulating Jesus? Are you actually walking this, this life like, like Jesus did? Are you in that place? Are you, have you reached at that point of just emulating Jesus? And that's where the Lord wants us to. That's the kind of relationship the Lord wants with us because we are his children. That's what the Bible has told us. Uh, Christ is the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. We are the brothers and sisters. We are his children. So I just want you to think on Jesus. He is the prince of peace. He is the king of kings. He is that perfect sacrifice without blemish or defect. That is who Jesus is. And uh, God, that is the place God is calling us to, a place of transformation. You don't have to just sit back and, you know, you got saved and that's it. No, God has called us to, to grow, actually. The Bible says uh, in the book of um, Luke, verses, chapter 1, verses 80, it says that uh, and the child Jesus grew in stature and in wisdom and in favor with both men and God. How, is this the kind of growth that we are taking on while we are pursuing our relationship with God? May we purpose every other day when we wake up, just purpose every other day when you wake up, just purpose to die to the flesh, purpose to kill the flesh, purpose to not be carnal, so that you, you feed the spirit man and you'll be able to grow spiritually. That is the only way we will be able to emulate Jesus. That is the only way we will be transformed into the image of the Son of God when we wake up and are very intentional about this life. And we are so intentional about just killing this flesh and, you know, let the spirit just supersede the flesh. Let the spirit just be over and above the flesh. Because it is very easy. It is so easy to be carried away in the routine of this life. It is so easy to get lost in the routine of life. You know, life is so busy. You have this uh, eight to five job or a lot more hours on your job. You have a family to take care of. You have... There's so many responsibilities, but until we are intentional, that is the only way we are going to be transformed. The cares of life are so many. The book of, uh, the book of um, Philippians, chapter 4, verses 8, uh, tells us to focus on the things that are, to think on the things that are true, on the things that are noble, on the things that are praiseworthy, on the things that are excellent. A lot of times we get lost in this life, and yet the things we actually pursuing do not even matter. They are just vanity. That is what uh, the book of Ecclesiastes refers to this life as everything is vanity. And if you're putting all your energy in pursuing all these other things, at the end of the day, your spirit man is not going to profit from it. So I'm just encouraging us that we focus, take time and reflect on your life. What is this you're chasing after? What is, how does it benefit your relationship with God? How does it benefit your relationship with Jesus Christ? Amen. And the book of Colossians 3.2 still tells us to focus our minds on uh, the things that are above, the things that are in heaven, not the earthly things, the things that are in heaven where Jesus is. So that way, there is no way we are going to just get lost in the routine of this life. We will live a life full of purpose, a purpose filled life of you are very intentional with the kind of life you're living. So I, I'm just, I'm just uh, charging us this afternoon to just refocus, just refocus and uh, reevaluate your life. Just get to concentrate on the things that really matter because the most important thing in this life is your relationship with God. That is it. There is no 
There is no argument to that. That's the most important thing in this life. Just concentrate on relationship with God. Because life, life is vanity. We are just passing through. And at the end of the day, it is only God that stays. The only, the only thing that remains is God. God is the only person who remains, who stays. Um, just um, a few months ago, we were in lockdown. Like uh, everything had literally stopped. Everyone was just going about their home business, really. Everyone was just locked up in their homes. And for me, it just got me thinking about this life. What is this life? If, if just, uh, you know, if a pandemic can happen and everything just stops, like everything, every ruler, every authority, everyone was just locked up in their homes. You see, now these are things that we think are so important in this life. You think your job is so important. You think your... I don't know, a lot of things you think are so important. But when we reflect back on the, the few months ago that just happened, like everything had stopped. It can all come to an end in a blink of an eye because God is the master of it all. But God is the only, God is the only one that is constant. He remains in and out of season. God is present. He is right there. So I would like us to just, just concentrate on pursuing relationship with God. That is the thing that God desires with us, relationship. He just desires to have relationship with us. So purpose to devote yourself to God. Just purpose to devote yourself to God. I am going to read a very interesting portion of scripture. It's in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. I will um, read there very quickly. Hebrews 12, uh, 1 to 3. Just a minute while I... I flip through Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. It's a very interesting portion of scripture. Verses 1 to 3, I'm reading from NLT. There are four, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, that champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become very weary and give up. Hallelujah. That portion of scripture spoke to me a lot. And uh, the key things that stand out for me are about three. Like uh, the Bible is telling us to throw off everything that hinders us. That sin that so easily entangles us. Just throw that off. Run with, run, sorry, run with perseverance. The rest marked out for us. We have been called to a place of perseverance in this Christian journey, in this Christian walk, in the Christian life. Perseverance. Perseverance. No matter what, run with perseverance. Keep on moving with perseverance. The rest marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And you see, you cannot fix your eyes on Jesus when you are distracted by the so many things that are going on around you. Like there are so many golden distractions in this life. But you know, the Bible has called us to fix our eyes on Jesus because he starts and he finishes. He's the author and pioneer of our faith. So when you are distracted with everything going on in this life, there is no way you're going to be able to fix your eyes on Jesus. Everything else you are focusing on right now is... It can come to a stop. It can come to an end. It can stop. But the most important thing, the one thing that cannot be taken from you is your relationship with God. Today, I pray today that uh, 
we will be consumed by the zeal for, for God's house, by the zeal for the presence of the Lord. That is what the psalmist says, that the zeal for your house consumes me. May we just desire the presence of God at all times. There is nothing like the presence of God. There is nothing you can compare to the presence of the Lord. May we just desire his presence. May we take that opportune time to commune with God like any other important appointment in our lives. Just show up for that appointment with the Lord. Show up for the sake of your relationship with God and that way we will grow spiritually we will emulate that the son of God just show up every day and meet with your God the psalmist says early in the morning will I seek your face early in the morning he starts his day with 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 the presence of the Lord imagine you know some of us just just start the day anyhow you wake up and you just want to move you wake up and you want to go about all these other goals you're chasing in life forgetting the most important goal in this life it is your relationship with God so I'm charging us today that let us just cultivate that practice of waking up in the presence of the Lord Cultivate that practice of prioritizing your relationship with God because it is the most important thing in this life. It is the one thing that will never be taken from you. Hallelujah. Let's, let's stop being occasional. Let's stop with all this familiarity. You know, we have gotten too used banangi. We bring all this kamanyiro before the Lord like, you know, like as if... I, I, I don't even know how to say it, but, you know, let's, let's just kill that spirit of familiarity. The psalmist says in Psalm 91 that she that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Bible has called us to a dwelling place. We are not just visitors in the presence of the Lord. We need to stop being just visitors and just become dwellers. May the presence of God be with us at all times. Just go with you wherever. The presence of the Lord, because of relationship, and it starts with relationship. It starts with relationship with God. So may we cease to be just visitors in God's presence and be dwellers. And let that be our dwelling place. Let that be our place. Let that be our one desire, the presence of the Lord. There's a very interesting um, portion of scripture still in the book of Luke, the gospel according to St. Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. There's um, a dialogue there between... Uh, Okay, there's a conversation going on. Jesus is, you know, Jesus has visited Mary and Martha at their home and Mary chooses to sit at the feet of Jesus. But Martha is so concerned about the cares of this world. She's all over the kitchen taking care of things. But, you know, the words Jesus is giving Mary are the words of life. But Martha has chosen to miss out on this and go about this whole kitchen business. But Mary chooses to sit at the feet of Jesus. And, you know, it's interesting. Martha comes out and uh, just confronts Jesus to, you know, aren't you even concerned that my sister will not help me out in the kitchen? But Jesus tells her that uh, Mary has actually chosen the most important thing and it will never be taken from her. That is the most important thing in this life. The presence of the Lord, your relationship with the Lord. Just cultivate, just cultivate relationship with God. Do not be a victim of modern day idol worship. You know, lately, it is so easy to worship idols unaware. It is so easy. You will just worship your phone. You will just worship your gadgets. You will just worship your spouse, your children, like anything that can afford to take the place of God. That has become an idol. And that starts the moment you do not prioritize your relationship with God. So I am still charging us today. May we prioritize our relationship with God. May we go over and above. May we, you know, uh, we need to we need to grow spiritually. Like, 
you have, I don't know how long you've been saved. I don't know how much time you've spent in salvation. But the Lord desires one thing, that you grow every other day. Make every other day count because you are growing. Make it count because you are growing. You know, all these other things we are chasing, really, do not matter. The Bible still stresses in the book of John chapter 6, verses 33, that seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. I do not know what you're seeking. I do not know what you're chasing after. I do not know what has taken the place of God in your life, but today I am coming to you with this word of life that the most important thing in our lives is relationship with God. We are moving from a place of just display, from a place of just being a Christian to now being intentional, to desiring spiritual growth, to desiring relationship with the Lord. And we are going to take one or two minutes just to reflect on our relationship with God. Just reflect on your life, in your house, in your sitting room, wherever you are, wherever this message has found you, just sit back and reflect. Just take off this time and reflect on your life. Like, what's your relationship with God like? Where do you stand? Where does God stand? What is his place in your life? And God can never be second. The only place he can be is number one. God can only be number one. He was in the beginning. He started it all like his place is number one. He cannot be anything, anything, anything beyond that. So let's just uh, reflect. Let's just refocus. Let's just reevaluate. What is that thing that has taken the place of God in your life? Like, you know, um, I was reading the book of Job sometime, Job chapter one, verses eight. There's something that God commends about Job. He says, uh, have you considered my servant Job? There is none like him. There is no man like him in all the earth. A man who shuns evil. He's a righteous man. Just think on those things. Would God really just uh, sit back in heaven and say this about you? Can he just say this about you, that you are righteous because of relationship, that you are righteous? The Bible says that in righteousness you will be established. Now, all these other things we are pursuing, really, let's first pursue righteousness because it is in righteousness that we will be established. God commanded Job, and for me, that's my prayer every other day, that, you know, I, I am transformed every other day to that point where God will acknowledge have you considered my servant, Margaret? There is none like her in all the earth. Hallelujah. May we all desire that place. May we all desire that kind of relationship with God, the kind of relationship that Job had with his God. Just, just think about it one more time. Just think about your relationship as we conclude. We really thank God for grace every day, that he has given us grace every day. Even when we fall short, there is grace that is sufficient. Uh, you may be feeling, you know, you may be feeling solo right now. You may have abandoned your relationship with Jesus Christ. The moment you gave you, your life to God and, you know, that was the end for you. You may be in that place, but today I have come to help you come out of that pit. I have come to, to just... To to just bring you back on board, just bring you back to the drawing board. Just let us pursue righteousness and we will be established. Let us purpose. Let's, vet, let's get very intentional with this life and purpose to kill the flesh every other day so that the spirit, the spirit man will supersede the, the flesh. The spirit man will be will be in control of this flesh, of the flesh and its desires. Let's just purpose to kill the flesh. You see... Um, the Bible still uh, talk, they, they, in the book of Daniel, there's a, there's a point the Bible talks about Daniel and his friends, like their verdict was to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And the furnace uh, had been hit, I think, about three times hotter than the usual. They had to be thrown into the furnace. And imagine their, theirs was 
They were fighting for faith. They were persecuting their faith. They were persecuting them because of their faith. But they stood still because they had a relationship with God. They were able to stand still and they're like, you know what, King Nebuchadnezzar, even if God does not save us, we will not bow down and worship that golden image. We will not worship that idol. I want you to choose today, like Daniel and his friends, I want you to choose, to choose and kill this idol worship. It could be, I do not know, whatever has become an idol in your life, just choose today that you will not bow down because there is only one God. There is only one God and that's the most high God. That's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There is only one God, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. Just choose today. Choose today to just pursue relationship with God. Just put your life in order with the Lord and the Lord will surely bless you. The Lord will come through for you. He came through for Daniel. He came through for Daniel and his friends. He came through for Joseph. There is a Joseph, in the book of Genesis, you know, his, uh, his master Potiphar has put him in charge of everything, every matter of his household, apart from his wife. But you know, the devil shows up through Potiphar's wife and he wants to use Joseph. And uh, Joseph is able to flee. Trust me, Joseph did not flee because of coincidence or anything, because of uh, reflex action. But that place, he had relationship with God. Because Joseph tells the woman, you know what? Uh, my master has put me in charge of everything here. But even that aside, how can I do such a thing before the Lord? How can I do such a disgraceful thing before God? I do not know. I do not know the things you do in secret. I do not know the, the things you do in private. But God is still watching, even in the darkest place. God is still looking at you. God still sees you. Today, may we prioritize our relationship with God. May we just come back to that place, that place of surrender. Let us surrender our lives to the Lord. And he will use us. He will transform us. He will elevate us. He will increase. Jesus, whatever you have ever desired in this life, it starts in the presence of the Lord. Let's get intentional about this, uh, about our relationship with the Lord. Hallelujah. And as we conclude, I just want us to just reflect on our lives right there where you are. Just reflect on this life. Reflect on life. And, you know, think, on, think of those things that have caused you to compromise your relationship with God. Just think about them. What has caused you to compromise? Think about it. And today, just trade it. Just trade it. Just trade it for the presence of the Lord. Just trade it. Just trade it for the goodness of God. God is good and he is faithful. There is nothing like his presence. Whatever you desire, whatever you are hungry for, start with the presence of the Lord. Start with seeking the Lord. Start with relationship. May we move from that place of display to a place of relationship, to a place of devotion. Devote yourself to God today. Purpose to be devoted to God today in the mighty name of Jesus. And as we conclude, I just want, let's just pray together. I just want to pray that the spirit of God ministers to you right where you are. Just surrender, just yield, just yield to the voice of God. Just yield, just hearken to the voice of God. Surrender, and the spirit of God is ministering unto you. The spirit of God is moving. He's moving and ministering unto you. Just let go of whatever you're holding on to. Just let go and just hold on to God right now. Just hold on to God. Use this moment to just hold on to God. Father, we thank you because you are a God of revival. We thank you because you're 
you're a God of restoration. We thank you because you're a God of second chances, King of glory. Today we repent, Heavenly Father. We repent, oh God. We repent of every kind of idol worship, King of glory, that has been going on in our lives, Heavenly Father. We repent, oh God. Have mercy. Father, your mercies are new each and every morning. May you have mercy on us today. May you have mercy on us today, God. We repent, oh God. Have mercy on us, my God. Have mercy. King of glory, we welcome you to come and fill our hearts, come and fill our lives with your presence and with your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we welcome you to fill us up, oh God. May we overflow with you. May we overflow, my God. May we overflow, King of glory. May you bring back the first love that we had for you when we professed your name. May we, may you bring us back to that place, oh God, that place of desiring your presence, of desiring your kingdom, of desiring, oh God, you alone, King of glory, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And I pray for everyone that is watching, oh God, whoever is sick in their bodies, oh God, I pray that you deliver them right now, oh God. I speak healing right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak deliverance right now. I speak restoration right now in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Thank you for transforming us. Thank you for changing us, oh God. Thank you so much, King of glory, for grace every other day. We give you glory and honor. We give you praise for it is in Jesus' mighty name that I prayed and believed. Amen. 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 May the Lord bless you.